Now, does anyone here have anything that they're looking forward to? Does anyone have anything that you're looking forward to? Yes? Presents and something you, so you can make videos. Plasticine, so you can make, oh, like stop motion, that's cool. Why are you getting presents? Is it your birthday? No? It's Christmas. It's Christmas tomorrow. Hey! It's nearly here, isn't it? You've had this promise of Christmas coming. You've known it's coming on the 25th of December. And uh, I'm sure you've all been waiting very patiently uh, for it to come. Has anyone had an Advent calendar? Lots of Advent calendars. And they've helped you to count down each day. And did you open the last window in your Advent calendar this morning? Yeah. No. It's nearly here. It's tomorrow. You're at your nan and granddad's. Did your advent calendar not come with you? Uh, well, it will be waiting for you. It will be waiting for you. And I'm afraid that still doesn't stop Christmas from coming. It's probably a good thing. It's, it's coming tomorrow. And so you've been waiting for this promise this day that's coming, and you've been counting down uh, to it. I'm sure, has anyone here excited? No. It's a shame, isn't it? Is anyone here excited? <laughs> Lots of people excited. Um, now, God made a promise to Mary, and when he made this promise to Mary, do you know what she did? She didn't have an advent calendar, to count down the days till the promise came. Instead, she sung. The promise was so good that it made her sing. Have you ever had a promise that was so good that it made you sing? No. No. Well, so this morning, we are going to see a promise that could be for you, and it is so good, it should make you uh, sing. Uh, but first, before that, we're going to read the Bible, and um, uh, Lavi and Yanis are going to come uh, and read the Bible for us. So if you both come up uh, here. Uh, we're going to read Luke uh, chapter 1, verse 26 to 38. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent an angel, the angel Gabriel, to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord, 
God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin. The, the angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, so the Holy One will be to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be unable to conceive in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant. Mary answered, May your word to me will be fearful. Then the angel left her. Thank you so much. Now, in that reading, somebody visited Mary. Who can tell me who visited Mary? <laughs> Say that again. Gabriel. Gabriel. Gabriel visited Mary. Who was Gabriel? An angel. The angel Gabriel visited Mary. Has anyone here ever been visited by an angel? No, no hands? No, that's not normal, is it? doesn't normally happen. This must be something really special that's happening here. And um, what did the angel tell Mary? Sophia? That she was going to have a baby. The angel told Mary that she was going to have a baby. Now, you might not know this, but that's not normal. It's not. Um, people don't normally find out that they're going to have a baby um, but through an angel. It's not how it works. Um, angels don't normally go and tell people they're going to have a baby. Uh, we can already see here that there's something different. There's something special about this baby. Uh, but that's not all uh, that Gabriel told Mary. He also told her lots of things about who her baby would be. And... Um, uh, we've just read them in the, in the Bible, but we're going to think about them now. So, I have some presents up here, and I need some help opening them. Can I have a volunteer to come and open uh, a present? Yes? Yep, yeah, you can come up. You can pick a present. What one are you going to go for? That one. Great. So, go on then. Can you open it? That's it. Okay. Here we go. Now, take out, take out what's in here. Good. Okay. Are you able to read that? What does it say? Never-ending rule. Never-ending rule. Great. And you can... No, you can't have that. Of course, you can take that as well. <laughs> well done. Okay. Thank you. Good job. Never-ending rule. Um, the angel Gabriel told Mary that she was going to have a son who would have a never-ending rule, who would... Um, would rule, who would reign, and his reign would never come to an end. That's not normal. That's a bit different, isn't it? Um, let's stick this up here. Uh, let's go up there. Okay, someone else. Another present? Yes. Pick a present. Well done. What does that say? 
Well done. Thank you. Inherit the throne of David. Thank you very much. So not only is Mary's child going to have a never-ending rule, he's going to inherit a throne. Who sits on a throne? A king. On earth, on earth the throne in this country, King Charles, quite right. But kings sit on throne, or queens, and um, he's going to inherit a throne. Does that mean he's going to be a king? But not just any throne, the throne of David. Who knows who David was? He had been the king of Israel a long time ago. He was Israel's greatest king. He was a really special king. And Mary's told that her baby is going to inherit his throne. He will sit on her throne. Okay, someone else. Another present. Go on then. Which one are you going to go for? I thought that one would have gone earlier, to be honest. <laughs> hey, what does that say? Son of the Most High. The Son of the Most High. And you can take that as well. In the, not the box. Well done. Thank you. Mary was told that her son would be the Son of the Most High. Who is the Most High in a country... Who's the most important person often in a country, Sophia? The king or queen. So, here we're being told again, he's going to be the son of a most high. He's going to be royal. He's going to be uh, someone really important. And we've already seen something, two things about... <laughs> right, no more presents. That's it. <laughs> Is there anyone anywhere who would like to open another present? <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, open one. <laughs> Here you go. Which one are you going to go for? That one. Come on then. And you get into that. Just punch through it. Punch it. And again. Oh, well done. What's in there? Very good. And do you want to tell you what's in there as well? No, there's nothing there. There's nothing there is. Look. Yeah. Oh, you get it? Well done. Now, do you know what this says? Do you know what letter? Good try. Really good try. That's, it should be Greek, shouldn't it? If you follow the rule, when two vowels go walking, the first does the talking, it would be Greek. Unfortunately, English is a bit more difficult than that. Great. He will be great. Thank you so much. You can go and sit down now. Mary was told that her son would be great. And this is not just a, oh, he'll be really great. This is like really great. Great in the true sense of the word. And God is described as great. There is something really uh, special about him. I've left too much gap, haven't I? Right, last one. Come in, Sophia. Which one are you going to... Well, I say which one. There's only one left, isn't there? 
से Mary was told that her son would not only have a rule, uh, a never-ending rule, but also his kingdom would never end. And um, his kingdom, kingdoms always come to an end. There's been no kingdom in the history of the world that has never ended, but Mary t- is told here that her son would, have, would not only have a never-ending rule, but he would also have a kingdom that would never end. That never happens. This is someone really, really special and important. Now, so, Mary has been told that she will have a son who will have a never-ending rule, who will inherit the throne of David, who will be the son of the Most High, who will be great, whose kingdom will never end. And how, if we want to summarize all of this down, how do you think we could do that? What could we say in a couple of words about... about who he would be. Well, if we take the first letter from each of these, his kingdom will never end. Check that off. We got a K. He will inherit the throne of David. Got an I. He will have a never-ending rule. We've got an N. Anyone guessed where this is going? He will be great. Oh. Left with an S. Well, he will be a king. That's pretty good, isn't it? He won't be kings, though, will he? What can we do uh, with that? Well, what did I do with the... There it is. If we turn this S on its side... Let's put it in there. If we turn this S on its side... And then we just do a bit of improvisation. Does anyone know what symbol this is? The infinity symbol. What does infinity mean? Forever, something that goes on forever. If you trace your finger around that symbol, when do you get to the end? Never, you don't. You keep on going. Mary was told that she was going to give birth to a forever king. Now, you've been thinking in Sunday school over the last three weeks about a promised king, and you've seen, um, I believe, that there's um, a new king, 
a rescuing king, a forever king. And Mary was told that she's going to give birth to a forever king. But this isn't the first time that these promises have been made. It's not the first time. You see, a long, 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 long time ago, God made a promise that he would send a king. He promised his people that he would send a king, but not just any old king, a king who would sit on the throne of David, a king who would be great, a king uh, who would be king forever, whose reign would never end, whose kingdom would never end. God had made those promises a long time ago, and he had made them because um, God's people needed saving. Um, Their relationship with God was broken, uh, and they needed someone. They couldn't fix it. They needed someone else to come who could fix it, who could um, reconcile them to God, who could make their relationship with God right again. And he promised he would send someone, a forever king. And now Mary is being told that she is going to give birth to a forever king. And it makes us wonder, is this child going to be that king that God had promised? And as if to answer that, Gabriel then went on, having said all these things, he then went on to say... Uh, the Holy One to be... um, Where does he say it? Can't find where he said it, but he said he'll be holy and he will be the Son of God. He will be holy, there will be no one like him. And he'll be the Son of God, he'll come from God himself. And so, yes, this baby that Mary is going to give birth to is God's promised forever king. She is going to give birth to God's promised forever king. Wow! That's amazing. Um, How does Mary respond? Well, we'll see that uh, in a little bit. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greetings, the baby leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favoured that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greetings reached my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfil his promise his promise to her. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. His holy name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. Great. Um, I was meant to say before we played that video that if any of the young ones want to come and do some colouring while they also then uh, listen, then they can come down to the front uh, and there are some pens and some uh, paper um, there. Uh, So, what did we learn earlier? Can anyone over here on this table uh, tell me what did we learn about who Mary's baby would be? In a stable, who would he be? What did we... The clue's up here. Go on, Seth. 
he would be the forever king. That's right. Um, Mary was told that she was going to give birth to the forever king. And a long, 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 long time ago, God had made a promise that he would send a king. And then a little less long, but still quite long ago, God spoke to Mary, and he told her that she was going to give birth to this promised forever king. And she would bring him into the world. How did she respond when God told her that? She sung. She sung. Uh, That's what was just read for us just now. This promise was so great that she sung. It it flowed out of her. Um, God's people had been waiting for so long. She knew that. She knew they'd been waiting uh, for this promised king. And now God has said, he's coming. And not only is is he coming, but you, Mary, are going to be the one who brings him into the world. And she just can't believe it. She, she is so full of joy, it, it bursts out of her in song. Um, think back to um, a football World Cup that we've had in recent years. Uh, what do, when, when England fans get a bit carried away, uh, what do they do? That's all right. Hello. Afraid the presents have gone. Um, what do England fans do when they get a bit carried away uh, and they, they think we're going to win the World Cup? Football's coming home. They start singing, don't they? <laughs> they sing. It, they, they get it excited and it starts to flow out of them in song. And that's what Mary's doing. Um, she, um, she is so full of praise for God. Um, she is so full of joy. It flows out of her in song. Um, Verse 46 said, the the beginning of her song, she said, my soul glorifies the Lord. My soul glorifies the Lord. Does anyone know what your soul is? It's a tough question, isn't it? How do you describe your soul? Yeah? No? (laughs) No? But uh, yes, okay, S-O-L-E, yes, good, the bottom of your foot, that is uh, your soul. This is a different spelling, uh, S-O-U-L. Um, your soul is, it's difficult to describe, but it's, it's you, it's the, it's the inner you, it's, it's your very being, your very person, not your body, but it's who you really are. So from deep within her, uh, she wants to glorify God. She wants to show everyone how great God is. And then she said, um, uh, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. She is rejoicing in God because of who he is, because of what he is doing. Uh, um, She's not just rejoicing in this moment, um, but this means she begins to rejoice. She starts rejoicing and her, her joy, her rejoicing will go on. She enters into a state of joy. Why? Why does she respond like this? Well, she then says in verse 48, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. Um, She was not anyone special. She was not anyone important. She was just a normal girl. And God looked on her 
and he chose to bless her. He chose to use her to bring his promised forever king into the world. And she thinks, why me? (laughs) Why me? Um, Imagine um, you're in a huge crowd trying to see someone famous. Um, Shout out someone famous who you'd like to see, who you'd love to see. (laughs) Nick would love to see Taylor Swift. (laughs) I can always rely on Nick for a good answer. It's good. So, uh, imagine um, you're in a huge crowd, not a crowd like this, um, thousands upon thousands upon thousands, tens of thousands of people, all just wanting to catch a glimpse of Taylor Swift as she goes by. Uh, And then uh, you're trying to just see, and she's coming down the road, and then imagine she stops. And she looks at you, and she points at you and says, come, I want to have lunch with you. And you look around and you think, who, me? Is is, is she talking to me? Why me? Out of all these people, why does she choose me? That's how Mary feels, I think. Um, God looked on her and he chose to bless her. Out of all the people in the world, he chose uh, to bless her. So what? Uh, So what? God gave a promise to Mary... Well, I don't normally rejoice in a promise that's made to someone else. So what? Why, why should I rejoice? Why does that affect me? Why are we even talking about this? Um, imagine I made a promise. Um, imagine I made a promise to Rob that I would give him a brand new guitar for Christmas. You know, a, a, a really, really uh, nice one. Well, how would you respond? Well, you wouldn't necessarily rejoice, would you? Maybe you'd be pleased for him. I, I've always liked Rob. He's a good, he's a good guy. I, I've, he's, he's needed a new guitar for a long time, you know. Good, good for him. Good for him. But, but you wouldn't really be rejoicing in yourself. It doesn't affect you. Uh, but now imagine that I promised Joshua, my eldest son, a huge bar of chocolate. And I mean a big bar of chocolate. Um, how will his brother and sister respond... Well, actually, they know that Joshua doesn't really like chocolate. (laughs) And they know full well that if he gets given some chocolate, he will share it with them. And so they will rejoice, because that promise that has been made to him will come down to them as well. It will affect them. They will get to partake in that promise. You see, this promise that is made to Mary affects us. It was not just a promise to to some girl over 2,000 years ago. No, it's a promise that affects us today. Um, She tells us why in her song, in verse 49 and 50, she said, um, uh, listen out here, actually, there um, uh, there are three characteristics that she gives of what God is like. She says, for the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. Um, She said he is mighty. Um, One of you guys over on this table over here, tell me what mighty means. What does mighty mean? Strong, yes, strong, powerful. Um. God is is powerful to keep his promise. He doesn't make a promise that he can't keep. 
Um, he can keep his promise. He is uh, mighty. Um, she said, he is holy. Um, there is no one like him. Uh, and then uh, she said, he, he is merciful. Um, he loves to show uh, mercy, um, to treat people far better than they deserve to be treated. Um, to show compassion on them. And she says that he is like this from generation to generation. He was not just like this once. He was not just like this to her. He is always like it from, from one set of people to the next, to their children, to their children, to their children. He always has been like this, and he always will be. And so that means that he can show mercy to us as well. You see, Jesus is God's promised forever king. He is the king that God promised to send so that he could show mercy to us, so that he could bring us back into that relationship with him, reconcile us to him, because our relationship was broken and we needed someone to save us. And Jesus is the way that God has promised to save us, to make that way uh, to rescue us, to have mercy on us. And so, we can, like Mary, enter into praise, and we can glorify Him. Um, just like Mary did, she praised God. She went, God, wow, you are so amazing that you chose to do this. And she glorified him. She lifted him up so that everyone could see, look how amazing God is, that he chose to send his promised forever king into this world, that he chose Mary to use her. Wow. And so we too can enter into that praise and glorify him, magnify him, because Jesus came to fulfill God's promises to reconcile us to him. Jesus came to make us right with him, to save us. And so the question is, um, for, for all of you, um, whether you're young or whether you're old or whether you're somewhere in between, the question is, have you let him? Um, have you let him um, show mercy to you? Have you let him um, fix your broken relationship uh, with him? And if you have, then you can enter into praise. You can praise him this Christmas. You can magnify him and glorify him and show everyone, look how great God is. Look how great he is because he sent his promised forever king into this world to save people, to have mercy on people. And this evening, we're going to be thinking a bit more about God's mercy uh, and how um, sending Jesus was such a merciful um, thing uh, to do. Uh, so do come back this evening to our Carols by Candlelight service, if you're able to. Um, it'll be lovely to see you uh, there. Uh, and let's make sure that we have responded to him, that we have let him show mercy to us, recognizing who Jesus is. He's not just a baby. He's God's promised uh, forever king, who will be king uh, forever. Uh, and then praise him and glorify him, show others uh, how great uh, he is.